Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Show. This is Andrew Frezza, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what I think it means to be relentless as a coach. And I do like the idea of being persistent or relentless as a coach, um, but I do think there's a fine line between being persistent or relentless in a way that clients enjoy and in a way that can turn off a lot of clients. And when I think about it in the way that CrossFit has presented it, and this is my belief, this may not actually be truly how they presented it, but I often imagine the client that's doing squat therapy up against the wall and the coach is just like hammering on this person to drive their knees out, keep their weight in their heels, keep their chest up, keep their arms up, brace their core, all these different like individual cues and, and going from verbal to visual to tactile cues to to get this person into this perfect air squat and it's this 30 second long rep and then finally the client gets to like stand up and breathe a sigh of relief because their legs are burning so much and like that's the picture of the relentless coach and when i think about that i i kind of cringe about cringe a little bit thinking of that taking place in one of our group classes with most clients right there's some clients something like that could work but with most clients that type of approach is kind of cringeworthy to me. I don't think that most clients care that much about their air squat or want to be kind of drilled on and hammered on that detailed on a single day to uh, to the point that they're it's uncomfortable, like super uncomfortable, and um, you're almost demanding more than their body is ready for in that moment. And when I think about being relentless with our clients in, in a one-on-one setting, in a group class setting, the relentlessness is not so much about getting them to move as perfectly as they can today to, you know, if it's a if it's a lemon, you're trying to squeeze every drop out of that lemon today, but how can I approach it in a way where over the course of six, 12, 18, 24 months, I've really been relentless with that client to get a little bit more out of them each and every day, week, month, and year that goes by. So it's it's a much more long-term horizon of being persistent or relentless versus trying to simply squeeze as much juice as we can out of today. And I think going back to that squat therapy example that I brought out, it's that example is much more about squeezing as much as you can out of today for most athletes. They're not gonna have the ability to hit that perfect squat versus how can we get them to that squat um, months and years from now? How can we get them moving really safely today? How can we make them better today than they were yesterday? But we don't have to make them perfect yet today. We have time, we have a long-term approach, and the goal is to make them you know, one, two, three percent better today. So we need to think about when it comes to like the air squat, the clean, and all these movements, that again, most people don't really care about these movements the way we do. We love to nerd about, out about these movements. I mean, in our coaches' meetings, amongst our coaching staff, we can argue for 15 minutes about a single point of performance on the air squat. That's perfectly fine. But when you guys get your clients in front of you, they don't wanna be subjected to that type of detail or that type of scrutiny. They just wanna know, how does this apply to me? How is this gonna make me better? So, you know, where you want to be relentless with the air squat is being relentless in the application of the air, air squat and the why behind the air squat and how is this going to get a person to their goals and the translation of it. So how can getting better at the air squat affect the clean and the wall ball and the thruster, all these other movements that someone wants to get better at. So providing context around that 
is sort of the relentless mission, not necessarily the nailing of the points performance today. The other ways that I like to see our coaches be relentless, where I think most coaches could use more of it, is when they give cues or corrections that don't seem to land with their clients. And I find often with coaches, I make this mistake still myself, we give a cue that we think is a good cue, it solves the clear issue at hand, but the client doesn't actually move better. And we want to move on to the next person, right? We want to just, you know, that was a good cue. I know I nailed the delivery of it. They should be getting it. Why aren't they getting it? And you, you tend to move on. But the coach that can be relentless to say that, you know what, you didn't really do it better. How about this time try this instead? Or maybe you overcorrected. I see this a lot with coaches. You know, they'll tell someone who's deadlifting and rounding their, their shoulders to, hey, pull their shoulders back. And then that person overcorrects and now they're, instead of kind of rounding their back, they're arching their back and overextending their back a little bit. And that coach that can come in and say, hey, actually you went a little bit too far, let's pull your rib cage down slightly while also keeping those shoulders pinned back. Or they give them a tactile cue that, that kind of adjusts the shoulders without um, overextending that person. That person that can be relentless to realize when something didn't land, when something overcorrected and can stick with it long enough to improve it is the type of relentless coach that I want. Um, but if that coach makes that improvement and then tries to be relentless in cueing or correcting three or four other things, that is not the relentlessness that I want in a coach in our typical group class setting. That isn't the type of clients that we have. And I think most places don't have those type of clients. That's more of your professional athlete college athlete type of client that really needs that level of detail to be successful. The other place that I want my coaches to be relentless is when they start to face some kind of roadblocks or obstacles with clients. And it is inevitable that with every single client that we have, we are going to face some kind of obstacle or roadblock. It could be as simple as the client's having a bad day outside of the gym and just isn't them, their normal selves inside the gym. Or it could be something where they're really struggling to hit their goals they're feeling like they want to quit the gym. It could be bigger things where that person is, you know, a, a single bad workout or bad um, conversation away from leaving your gym. And I love to see coaches that are relentless in their curiosity to ask curious questions, to see what's going on, to see where they help, can help that client break through, to gain a better understanding of what their client is going through. Those are the type of relentless coaches that I want. And that might look like having a phone call after class. That might look like shooting someone a text or a message after class to, to see what's up or to follow up on a, a comment that that person made. You know, The person said, you know, I'm never gonna get stronger in class or like I always struggle with this lift and, and maybe you didn't have the chance to uh, kind of circle back and, and solve, resolve or solve that problem by the end of the day and you're like, you know what? I feel like there's still something left unsaid. I feel like this relationship was left hanging. I'm gonna call this person, text that person, check in on them, see how I can help them beyond just that, that quick interaction that we had in class. Another way that I love to see our coaches be relentless is in coaching the simpler movements that most coaches tend to overlook the further that they get into coaching. So things like ball slams or air squats or running or rowing or biking. Your cardio movements are big examples of this where we tend to stop coaching when we don't see these really glaring examples of faults. You know, if someone's rowing, we might initially cue them because 
their timing is way off. We might initially cue them because they're rounding their back really bad. We might initially cue them because they're coming up way on their toes and they're not driving through the rower with their heels. And then once they get those major basics down, we kind of stop cueing them, we kind of stop correcting them. And again, if you made one or two corrections that day and they're rowing better that day, leave them alone. Don't be relentless that day. But the next day they come in and the day after that, that's where the relentlessness comes in to say, hey, you, you're doing great with what we worked on last time. Let's work on this this time. Let's build on that. We got a foundation in place. Let's do this a little bit better now. Now we get to go, go to the good stuff now because now you got the basics down. We can push a little harder. We can add a little weight. But in order for you to get through to the next level, this is what we're going to need to get to that next level. And that's the kind of relentlessness that I want to see in our coaches. So just to tie this all together, I really think that this idea of, of relentlessness is really about searching for mini breakthroughs in every single class that you coach with every single athlete that you coach. If you coach a class with 10, 12, 15 people, you should come away every day with three, four or five of these mini breakthroughs with those clients. And you know, one day it might be a cue that landed, one day it might be a mental win, one day it might be just getting that client to open up a little bit more and to feel more comfortable around you. But there's all these little things that we can incrementally work towards each day. And as long as you're doing it from a place of caring and from the client's needs, not yours, it will likely be taken the right way by your client. And it won't just feel like you're being relentless trying to do something that you want them to do, but they don't want to do. So hopefully you guys found this one helpful. If you are interested in learning from us, working with us, we have an awesome four-day coaches immersion that we are getting close to setting some dates on. If you are interested or you have coaches that are interested on your staff, head over to sevenfigurebox.com immersion and fill out the form. Let me know that you're a coach who's interested in joining us. But thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you.